This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hour three of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Oscar noms were announced uh, yesterday morning. There weren't any big surprises that I can recall. Not really. Yeah, it didn't seem like there were any. I mean, I think the one thing that was noteworthy is that Will Smith was not nominated, nor was that movie Emancipation. Yeah, although we felt like that was going to happen, meaning him not getting nominated, right. because none of the other shows had given him that. Right. And usually each show sort of tips its cap, it feels like, gives you a bit of an Oscar nominee forecast. Sure. Here's one interesting thing, though, that maybe we didn't notice yesterday. The best actor category. Never heard of it? I think so. The entire category is made up of first-time Oscar nominees. Get out of here. I will read the names out loud, and with each name, you can just yell the word clap. Okay. Austin Butler for Elvis. Clap. clap. Colin Farrell for the Banshees of Inishirin. Clap. clap. Huh. Brendan Fraser for the, excuse me, Brendan Fraser for the whale. Clap. I hope he wins. Paul Mescal for After Sun. Clap. clap. Bill Nye for Living. Clap. Clap. That's some. So, are you saying they've never been nominated for any Oscar or in that category? Because Colin Farrell is kind of surprising. That's a good question. It, it says the Oscar nominees uh, have 16 people in the four acting categories who are being recognized for their first time. Okay. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I almost started it last night, but it's two hours and 14 minutes. I'm watching it, it was, in increments. I had started it a while ago, and I went back and re-watched maybe 40 minutes of it, 35 minutes. It's different. Yeah. I think I'm going to like it. Uh, I don't know a ton about it, just a little bit. I think you'll like it. But it seems kind of wacky and interesting. It got 11 nominations yesterday, leading the pack. Uh, It was responsible for four first-time nominees. Back to that Best Actor category with Brendan Fraser and The Whale. Um, He, of course, he's nominated, so he's got a shot. But maybe noteworthy, The Whale did not get a Best Picture nod. And so... Hmm. If if so, you're a I mean, prognosticator, you might think usually you got a better chance if both of the things went together. I think that's more common with director in film, best director and best 
picture. Sure. Yeah. And Avatar got nominated for Best Picture, but uh, James Cameron did not get nominated for Best Director. Steven Spielberg got another Best Director nomination, though, for The Fablemans, making him, get this, the only person to be nominated for that award in six different decades. Wow, that's really cool. How about this? I've got Oscar trivia for you. Steven Spielberg's buddy, John Williams, the composer, got his record 53rd nomination for scoring that film. That's amazing. He's got the most nominations of anyone alive, but this person, who has since passed, has the most Oscar nominations in history at 59. Who is that person? Person passed? Is it a music person? It is not. Is it an actor person? No. So it's a director? Yeah, director, producer. producer, But I will say this. One of the most, if not the most, famous name ever to come out of Hollywood, so to speak. You could put this person's name against any other Oscar nominee, no matter how many they have, and no one's name is more well-known than this person's. Wow. Mike, do you have a guess? I know the answer. Oh, damn it. Sorry. Stand down, Mike! I all will. right, all right, all right. I do have a clue if you if you. Yeah, 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 I'll, I'll take yeah, a clue. Yeah, You'll take a clue? Uh, mm-hmm. Let me find uh, a good example here of a clue. Um, Remember, the movie clue sucked hard. Don't waste your time, everyone. How about this for a, <laughs> for a clue? Okay, Walt Disney. Walt Disney. Wow. Walt Disney Good holds clue. the record. 59. Do you think you would know Walt Disney's voice if you heard it? No. Hmm. Would you? Yeah. How about Fred Disney? Was there a Fred? I know there was a Roy. I know I was thinking of Roy. Da-da. <laughs> You know, no, Walt Disney never stepped foot in Walt Disney World. Finished. Oh, that's so sad. Died before it opened. By the way, also in um, sort God, of that's a cool place. Disney news on Monday, Splash Mountain at Walt Disney World closed. What? Very famous attraction there. And it's closed. It will reopen in late 2024. No longer as Splash Mountain. What ha- is that a roller coaster? That's the log flume ride. You know the log flume? You come down the big hill, splashy splash. Yep. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Do your boy a fave. Yeah. You're my bra, bra. Go down to the old see something, say something, bottom, le- bottom left of the grid. There's a uh, yellow thing there for you. Play that song. I have a different grid than you have. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You Hold on. Sorry, I see what you over here. Because okay. um, we were going to talk about this earlier, but we didn't. But yeah, it closed, and so there was a three-hour line. On Monday at Walt Disney World, the oh, cast and crew three. or crew members, you know, cast members of what they call them, employees of the park. They were the last ones to go on the ride. They were selling some of the Splash Mountain water is now for sale on eBay because people are weird oh, and buy God. weird stuff. Yeah. Here's yeah. the song, though, that the, the ride is famous for. Oh, Zippity-doo-dah, right? Cute. Uh, but it's being rethemed now. Uh, there was some controversy around the ride that uh, the movie that it was based on that you just heard that song from, and some of the elements in the ride were uh, were based on old racist tropes. Oh. And so they thought oh, we've got oh. an opportunity for an update, and it's going to be Tiana's Bayou Adventure, I think is what it's called, from Princess and the Frog, was, which is a great Disney movie. Okay, that one that we just heard is that Snow White? No, that's from Song. I think Song of the South. 
I see. Yes. Okay, yeah. got it. Walt Disney, by the way. Did you recognize his voice? Over the years, and I couldn't use all of this talent oh, for yeah. the cartoon, so I went into the nature films. And then, uh, just uh, for the fun of it, we went in doing films with humans. Aww. There he is. Hi, Walt. I've watched a lot of, like, Disney documentary things. Yeah, and yeah. so... Um, yeah, he pops up on that. And I watch it, and I feel nostalgic for it. 11-11! Make a wish. I feel nostalgic for a time I didn't live in. 50s, Aww. 60s, the old animation studio. Get ready. 11-11-11, Mark! Oh, that's fun! Oh, God, it's so much fun. All right. I wanted to be a cartoonist when I was a kid. Thank you for asking You're about my You're a pretty childhood. good drawer. Ooh. Drawer. Use it in a sentence. You're a really good drawer. Mm. Drawer. I think you're probably trying to say it very correctly, respecting drawer. each letter. Drawer. No, now we're saying juror. <laughs> this is like on that episode of Thirty Rock. No, you say it. You when say there was the rural <laughs> yes, juror. Yes, that's right. <laughs> you say it. Uh, I would say you're a really good drawer. 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 The one time Mike, you recognize the W. <laughs> The oh one God. time. Are you good at drawing? I wouldn't say, are you good at drawing? How do you say D-R-A-W-I-N-G? Drawing. Okay, so now say it with an E-R at the end instead of an I-N-G. Drawer. 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 Bulgari. <laughs> All right. We have to go. All right, um, when we come back, how hey, long do you think you can go? Oh, before we go, oh, let's yeah. play some hockey. Huh? Mike, let's yes. do it. We got a what pair color? of tickets to see the Wild seven. take on the Panthers. Caller seven, you're going to win a pair of tickets February 13th, 7 p.m. The Minnesota Wild versus your Florida Panthers. 651 641 1071. When we come back, uh, we've got a couple of fun studies that we'll go through. How long could you last without your phone? Mm. Donna will ask the room. She will judge me harshly. All of that next on my talk. Look at us, we're back. Oh, better than ever, man. Oh, yeah. Which is keeping the bar real low. Yes. <laughs> we are uh, here on a Slap Your Sister Wednesday. No, don't slap your sister. Unless you deserve it. I love it, right? <laughs> you tell me Stinky Sue doesn't deserve oh, a little love tap from you? Oh, my sweet sister that. Well, she smokes. She, she brought it on does herself. does not smoke. Did she ever smoke? No, I don't know where you're getting this from. You're lying to yeah, me. Yeah, she used to smoke. She doesn't smoke anymore. It's the residue. Can I? I go? didn't know that my house was a smokehouse the whole my whole life growing up. But people would come over, and my dad smoked in the house, two packs a day, and I didn't know that. And worse yet, Donna, mm-hmm. we lived down the street from a PPG plant, Pittsburgh Paints and Glass. Mm. Our neighborhood, I didn't know, smelled like paint. Reeked of paint fumes. Mm. And then here for reprieve, come into our house. It's an ashtray. <laughs> I had no idea. Remember those ashtrays that would be like on a pole, and then you press the little lever, and it would empty all the yes, cigarette yes. butts into the second floor or the basement of the ashtray. <laughs> yes. Do you remember cigarette vending machines? Do I remember them? I mean, yes. I can't even tell you how many packs of smokes I bought it. I saw one not that long ago, and I was like, "Look at that!" And you know what? They always had the you got a tug on a knob to yep. get your cigarettes out, and Correct. it was just. And we would always go up and just start pulling them out because they would pull out a little bit but not full way until you put the money yeah. in and we were just playing it like it yeah. was an instrument and then you get a book of matches with it amazingly none of my siblings or i 
smoke. That's Yet good. Yet we grew up with my dad smoking. But that's because my dad once found out that Josh and Scott were smoking and said, if you guys want to smoke, then let's go smoke. Took them into the laundry room slash bathroom, closed the door, closed the windows, made them fire up cigarettes and said, if you want to smoke the friends, smoke with your dad. Here we go. And his goal was just to get them to smoke until they hated Cute. it. Mission accomplished. Did they get the cigarettes from your dad? Is that how they got busted? It's a great question. Right? I don't know, Donna. All mm-hmm. I know is I was freaking out in the kitchen telling my mom that we need to fill up a bucket of water and go splash it on everyone so the cigarettes go out. I didn't like it when there was a lack of harmony in the house. I'm so sorry for you. Thanks. Studies have shown that... Medic- studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... <laughs> and here with their findings are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. You know what I gotta do? <laughs> I would love to put together a compilation. If I had the energy to do this, I could put together a compilation of times that Donna has said thanks or thank you when it absolutely wasn't called for. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I'm so sorry it's for you. Like I'm Pause. <laughs> Thanks. I'm like congratulating myself for being like <laughs> sympathetic. Oh boy, oh, what a journey. <clears throat> All right, I have a study and it has to do with your cell phone. Okay, how many times have you looked at your phone since we've been in this room today? I was just looking at it as you said that because I saw a text and I come just through from my that. wife. Um, how many times have I looked at it today since I've been in here? Uh, probably seven, maybe. Mike, how about yourself? Five to seven. Oh, my. Yeah, more than that. Probably around 20. Let me see. I, you know, you can look up how many times you've picked up your phone. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, how yeah. do you do that? Um, everybody open your iPhone okay. if you can. Everybody at home. Everybody please. open up your iPhone. Now, let's go to the left. Let's swipe right. Okay. We're going to go to the left here on your home screen. What? What are we swiping? Right? Just, yeah, swipe. Make your hand go toward the right. Okay. Now, Did once it. you get as far over as you are... Scroll down, keep scrolling, and you'll see the thing that says one. Uh, it'll show you like your usage, right? Do you see that at the bottom? Um, Donna, show me your phone. Hmm. Yeah, so keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yours says 22 minute, mine says one hour. You've been on your phone for 22 minutes today. I've been on my phone for an hour. And you can click on that 22 minutes, That's and it will take inaccurate. you to a it's not Donna, it's accurate. Fine, you can't fight technology now, okay. Fine. And then scroll down within that, and it will show you how many times you've picked up your phone. I've picked up my phone 31 times today. Mike, what's your number? 55. 55. Donna, what's your number? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so here. So when you're in this page, Donna, okay. so again, if you want to see this, analytics, um, everybody. go to your homepage on, on iPhone, and then just start sw- Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
swiping to the right, you know, and then you'll get to the page where there's like stocks and battery usage and sure. Apple news articles. Scroll down, you'll see your usage. It'll show you how long you've been on and what your most popular apps are. If you tap on that, it'll take you to an expanded screen, which will show you. And this is great. Social, you spent 14 minutes on social. And for you as another category, creativity, two seconds. <laughs> that checks out. All right, so now we scroll down. Um, pickups, you have picked up your phone 40 times today. Wow. wow. So, But does that mean I've done something on my phone or physically picked it that up? That you've like picked up your phone, which probably oh. usually... But don't act like this is just means, oh, because I carry it all the time. It's like a pickup and acknowledging. So your phone, if it's like seeing your face. And sure. Okay. But okay. you've spent less time on, you know? So sure. you've picked up your phone, Donna, nine more times than I have today. Wow, that's crazy. But you've spent less time on it. Right. You know, it's interesting. Fascinating. Well, the reason I'm asking the question is, if you forgot your phone at home, right, you'd probably be pulling your hair out by lunchtime because a new poll found that we can now only survive a few hours without it before we go nuts. After five hours and 11 minutes, we would be jonesing. Mm -hmm. Over half of the people in this survey said that they'd barely communicate with anyone if they didn't have it. Uh, People also said they'd only survive five hours with access to a TV or a TV. Um, and there are a few other gadgets we can no longer go without. But as long as we had our phone, we could go three days without our laptop. Gamers, two, two days without water. Right? Uh, gamers said the same thing about their gaming com- consoles. Uh, the poll found the average adult uses their phone for a total of three hours and 34 minutes a day. Wow. 25% of people would feel lonely. Sarah says, how long I go without my phone is equal to how long I sleep at night. Sad, really. (laughs) Thank you for the admission, though, Sarah. So she's saying that she can go eight hours or seven hours without her phone. Yeah, but what she's saying is I can only go that apart from it when I'm sleeping. sleeping. Got it. Got it. Interesting. We (laughs) do. We have become so dependent on them for everything. Not just you know, social media and email and texting and pictures and camera, you know, using it as a camera. And then we've got things like apps. Like if I didn't have a measuring tape and I needed to measure something, I would just look for an app on my phone. It's like everything. I feel like I'm watching Steve Jobs here. <laughs> Explain the phone to us. It's just You know, it's funny. We watched last week, everything. Grayson and I, um, my 10-year-old, we pulled up. I said, you want to see something crazy? There's 10 minutes of Steve Jobs' original iPhone presentation when he debuted the oh, iPhone. Sure, sure. And it's really interesting because he says, you know, like we've come up. Today we're going to introduce you to a music device, um, a better way to connect on the phone, and an elevated internet experience mm, or something like that. Yeah. And then no one understood what he was talking about. They were waiting for all three. And then he was like, a music device, a way to connect on the phone. And an elevated internet. And yeah. Then he, no, and then he just kept saying it. And then he said, ladies and gentlemen, we're giving you all three of those things in one device. Let me introduce you to the iPhone. Wow. Eh, what are we doing when we come back? That's uh, Wednesday. So we're going to play the Millennial X games as we give blood live on the air. Uh, that part's not true, but we could use two callers right now. 
651-641-1071. A millennial and a Gen Xer call now. You can play a game with us. Everybody can listen along when we come back. Uh, for Bradshaw and Bryant, you know, people need a lawyer who's going to fight for their rights, whether they've been injured or even if you're in trouble. You got to make sure you're treated fairly. Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant or one of the people on staff at his law firm uh, would be really happy to meet with you free of charge to assess your case. If you're injured in an accident, Bradshaw and Bryant encourage you to contact an attorney right away because... Remember, insurance companies have teams of defense lawyers to help them minimize your compensation. You need to talk to an experienced advocate who is dedicated to solely protecting your interest. Justice for the injured isn't just a slogan at Bradshaw and Bryant. It is the reason they are lawyers. It is all about making a positive difference at a time when you need it most. Contact Mike Bryant very easily online at minnesotapersonalinjury.com that's minnesotapersonalinjury.com i made you look well welcome back you guys appreciate you listening to the donna and steve experience on my talk 1071 everything entertainment well it must be high tide why do you say? Eh? Look what just landed on the beach in uh, front of us, but a lobster! Come, come. Hey, Rocco! This guy again. What's up, Rocco? Who invited him? There's something wrong with Rocco. What do you want, Rocco? What time is it? It's Rocco Clock. Oh my gosh. You know what this part of the song gives me vibes of? The uh, Rocco Squid Game. Oh, I don't like that. Red light. No, not red light. Red <laughs> light. But the Squid Game had a theme song like a with like a little high pitch uh, stuff. Uh, Rocco, you never saw Squid Game? No, I did. We talked about it a lot. Thanks oh, for remembering. Bruh, definitely <laughs> one of my highlights with <laughs> you, man. Um, I I would usually skip past the theme song, maybe, but who knows? Let's see if I can find it. That's what I do here. All right. Well, Rocco's finding that. Um, there you no, go. That's not it, is it? No, Maybe? that's not. God. That was not script game. That was think. like crappy flu. That was uh, play that again, Don. No, I play just, it again. I just you uh, navigated away oh, from no. it. Play it, Sam. Play it again. <laughs> play it again, Sam. I don't. It wasn't me playing it. It was. That sounded like uh, yeah, crappy flute version of Jingle Bells. Mm, it did. Oh, hey, there, oh, man. Yeah, there's a the squid game thing. That is what comes Maybe. up when you click on the thing, but that oh can't be right. Maybe that's a part of it, though. That's not the Guys, part I'm thinking about. we have listeners about. on the phone holding yeah. for us. Let's go. Uh, oh. versus Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host, DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. <laughs> well, now I want to hear the Squid Game theme song. Oh. I know. Donna's all concerned about our listeners who are on hold, and I'm thinking this. Because I'm You nice. call a radio station on the middle of a Wednesday. I'm guessing today's not your slammed day of the wow. week. I'm just saying, oh. Donna. I say that respectfully. You know, I love them. They're my buddies. Um, I'm, I'm teaming up with Leo. Hey, Leo. Hold on. Hi, Leo. No, I'm trying to find the Squid Game That's theme That's fine, Steve. You're teaming a, up what, with... What, I don't like, know Like, is YouTube Squid on. Game uh, theme now song just not giving you anything? Everything. I don't What know. about just YouTube hey, Squid idea. Game? Let's all talk at the what? same time. 
That's okay, what I I'd like to do this. Weather fruits. is an interesting phenomenon. I have a feeling that Steve doesn't... Okay, sorry, I thought we were keeping that going. <laughs> All right, what are we doing now? We're talking to Leo. Uh-oh. Leo, how's your wife's feet? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Leo. Hey, Leo. Hey. That was like the power trip there for a while. Uh, you know... Oh, um, hey, don't mention them on our station. The, you know... Mike warned me that line two was a little funky. I don't know what's. It going. sounds like Leo set his phone up in one corner of the room and then ran to the other end of the room, like the Sesame Street near far, and he's doing the far. No, it's let's not blame Leo. This is a weird thing going on with line whatever. two, but whatever. All right, hang on, Leo. Thanks. I love it was you. good talking. All right. hey, Leo. We never did get around to his wife's feet, but um, I like that some people don't know the origin story to that, and they're like, "Boy, Rocco's really done. <laughs> <laughs> kind of freaky." Here's uh, Gina, I believe she's. The millennial. That is me, Gina, Gina. Let me just tell you how Steve. How I'm sorry, Rocco spelled your name. No, I that first of all, <laughs> I didn't do it. But second of all, I do have a sister spelled J E A N N A. So suck I've it. I've never seen that. Nope, me neither. <laughs> okay. How wow. did he spell it? J E A N N A. No, J. He spelled it J E A N A. I would always assume it's G I N A. Correct. Yeah. Yes. But don't assume. We we know how to fill three hours. <laughs> yeah, this concludes Millennial X Games. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, this everyone. This is over Crescent's Hide Cremation. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Oh, we did a DT. Right, I want to go first. Sorry. Okay, let's uh, spin the wheel. Music. No. Music. Uh, so yesterday, uh, I don't know if you're listening to Lori and Juliet 5. Uh, it's probably the top-rated show on this station, and I'm proud to be a part of it two times a week. Um, I did listen to a little bit on the way home yesterday. We talked about, <laughs> yesterday was Oscar Day, and we talked about snubs. Uh, this entire uh, Millennial X Games will be about snubs. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, we're going to talk about Rock and Roll Hall of Fame snubbing. Okay. Um, there's a band from England mm-hmm. who uh, was popular, yeah, you know, in the mid to late 90s, mm-hmm. early 2000s. Uh, okay. They sold over 70 million records, wow. including Definitely, Maybe, and What's the Story, Morning Glory. Oh, no. What is this band that uh, so far has not gotten a sniff at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I am going to go to... Wait, I screwed this up. Gina's my lifeline. Yeah. All right. Gina, I'm going to Gina. Hi, Gina. Gina, do you know the answer? I do not. Damn it. Okay, I'm going to say, let's uh, definitely, maybe, you Mm -hmm. said. And what's the other album called? What's the story, Morning Glory? Oh, I'm going to say, I can't think of any British uh, bands. I'm going to say, Steve, do you know the answer? I don't know. Oh, man. May not know, no. Shoot, Gina. Gina, name name a band from the late nineties. Oh. Like a British band. I got nothing. Oh man. I have one. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. When it's you a- said shoot, Gina, isn't that like isn't there like a line from a movie that's like, Yeah, damn Gina. Gina. What is that? No, it's damn Gina, and that's from Martin. Martin! Martin! Damn, Gina, Gina uh, right. I'm going to say the answer is um, the 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 Randoran. Okay, they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 
Does he do anything for you? I was going to say Oasis. Is this yeah. Oasis? Oasis. It is. That's the only band okay. on Yes. All right, bye. All right, let's go. I'm spinning the wheel with my toes. All right. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, nice, same theme. We're going to go back to the 80s. We're going to go back to England. Uh, when I Googled uh, biggest rock and roll snubs, this one came up uh, as number two, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh. Uh, this band was uh, made up with a few guys, including uh, lead singer Morrissey and lead guitarist Johnny Marr. Mm. Uh, maybe their best known albums are Meat is Murder and The Queen is Dead. Mm. Can you name this British band that is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Mm. I'm going to go with my gut since Donna didn't get hers right. I'm going to mm. keep my lifeline in my back pocket. Mm. I'm going to go with The Pogues, finally. Ooh, that's oh, good. that's good. I would have said, like, The Dead Kennedys. Um, I actually have a clip of them outside the K102 studios one morning in 97. <laughs> Rocco. That was uh, The Smiths. Oh, The Smiths. Just to be clear, their lyrics that they're singing are, Hang the DJ? Yeah. <laughs> they wow. just They did not care for that Shania song that was played at... 8.27 a.m. So this was while Donna was at K102. They were outside of K102 Studios singing That's this song. That's funny. That was my joke. Wow. Yes. That's funny, Rocco. All right. I'm ready. What a day. Come on. Oh, let's play. What a day. Woo. Big money. Gina. Big money. Big money. Television. Television. Okay. Oh, brother. Um, I'm going to even play a little music here. Which Sex and the City actress had five Best Supporting Actress Award nominations without a single win? Supporting Actress? Mm -hmm. So I wonder if that would take Sarah Jessica Parker out of the mix, because I feel like she is the actress, the main it's not going to be Cynthia Nixon. It's not going to be Charlotte. It's going to be it's going to be Samantha, played by, damn it, mm-hmm. Samantha, played by. Come on, come on, Samantha, the dirty one, the dirty birdie. Hey. What is her name? She and Sarah Jessica Parker were kind of beefing. Her name is. It's Rocco for Crescent High. No, come on. Rocco, just give me a hint with her name. It's 1139, Donald. She was in Mannequin. (laughs) She was in Mannequin? Uh (laughs) Her name is Samantha. Real name. Can't remember. Fine, I don't care. Kim Cattrall. Spin the wheel, Steve. Night club. Spin hard. Oh, wow. Another television snub. Uh, A lot of people thought when she was snubbed for an Oscar in 1962 for her role as the manipulative mother in the Manchurian Candidate, that was a big snub. But how about this? Later, she went on to be snubbed a record 12 times for a role on a show that took place in the fictional town of Cabot Cove, Maine. Name that snubby. Very highbrow. Uh, let's bring in Leo. Leo? Leo? I know Leo's going to know this. Do you know this, Leo? (laughs) Cabot Cove. Cabot Cove. 
You know, the, no, this, yeah, the 62 is the movie. The 80s was uh, the uh, 12 time snub. Oh, is this like Murder She Wrote, maybe? Angela Lansbury? Oh. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, Jessica. Yes, it is. Let's move forward. Who? Angela Lansbury. She was yeah. snubbed, uh, I believe, like 17 times in all at the end. Okay, so you're giving him times. that point, then I'm taking Kim Cattrall. You never said Kim Cattrall. He said Angela Lansbury out loud. Spin the wheel. He just said Jessica something. No, he said Angela. No, I said Angela. Movies. Movies. Okay, here's an Oscar snub to get on the board. Donna. Oh, she's mad now. Uh... A Beautiful Mind won the award this year over a Christopher Nolan film mm. shot in both black and white oh. and in color. The black and white sequences are put together in chronological order, while the color sequences are arranged in reverse. What is this Christopher Nolan movie <laughs> that got snubbed about? in 2001? The answer... Batman! Memento. Steve wins, but just for kicks. I'm up two to one. Movies. I got to cut back on my K-102 jokes. Otherwise yeah, we just ran out of time. Up two here. to one? You didn't get the first answer, right? You got Angela Lansbury. Yeah, hardly. I said Angela Lansbury. He really did. And then you went to your lifeline, and you never said final answer. Oh, I went. Was I was speeding things up. Yeah. Uh, read the room. Goodfellas. Uh, many people think the biggest Oscar Best Picture snub ever was Dances with Wolves over Goodfellas in 1991. In fact, Kevin Costner beat Martin Scorsese for mm. Best Director that year. But oh, wow. it wasn't a total loss for Goodfellas. What actor from that film did take home one of the top acting awards that night? All right, this is a two-parter for me. Is this going to be a Joe Pesci? Is this going to be a Ray Liotta? Best actor, did you say? I just said he took home one of the top acting awards. Mm. Um, I'm going to go Ray Liotta, final answer. That is wrong. Um, he didn't even get nominated. Really? Yeah, it was. I'm funny how? I mean, uh, funny like I'm a right. clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? I make you laugh. All right, um, we gotta go. We don't even have time to talk to our contestants. Okay, Thank you for your somebody patience. Somebody wins something. I won. And I just want to say the reason we're running so late is because of you two. Yeah. Thank what did we you. do? We talked about the Squid Game theme. I made a big joke about hanging the DJ for playing Shadow yeah. Twain. We gotta go. We talked Rocks, about Rocko. the spelling of Gina's name. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Rocco Clog, everybody. When Thank we come you. back, we have more pressing things to get to. We'll call our cafeteria to find out what the soup of the day is. It's chili. <laughs> okay, bye. For Crescent Tide Cremation Services, you know, talking about end-of-life stuff and cremation, it's not the most comfortable uh, subject. 
But I am glad my mom had that conversation with my sister and me. She's never uh, wanted a big, expensive, fancy funeral when it's her time. She just wants a simple cremation. So she heard an ad I made for Crescent Tide once and said, I am calling Lisa. I'm going to make an appointment. I'm going to prepay and pre-plan for a simple cremation. Take that burden off you and your sister and uh, you won't even have to pay for it. So thanks, Mom. Um, If that sounds like something you want to do for your family or a conversation you want to have with your parents... Uh, it, you know what? It feels good. It feels good to just sort of have that peace of mind and not worry about what your parents might have wanted. It's not just the prepaying and pre-planning. I think if you look at Crescent Tide's Google reviews, which are very good, you'll see that they take care of families in that time of grief, in that time of need. And it's the best price around. Simple cremation start at just $800. You can make add-ons, but they'll talk you through it. Check them out today, crescenttide.com. Welcome to the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. You know what? What? Some people are defending Magic Mike. Oreos? Yep. Yep. I really. I mean, they're defending sanity, is what they're defending. Mike. There are far sanity. superior cookies than Oreos. But there are far better words to describe them than garbage. I mean, mm. they're not that bad. You're yeah. saying they're the worst cookie around. I would definitely. Wow, the last she'd reach for yeah. on a on a uh, on a plate. Just they're I mean, they're, they're overrated. Batch, they're overrated. Oh, you know, oh, soft batch cookies like there used to be these chocolate chip cookies when I was growing up called chocolate chip cookie drop. You could only get them at Kogo's or oh, like really? Stop and Go. It's the only place I ever found them. Oh gosh, they were so good. They were so bready. Mm. But about, there were chocolate chips that you could find within them. Oh, I mean. I'd eat a Fig Newton before I ate oh, an Oreo. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Them's fighting words. Yeah. Wow. If I saw a Fig Newton next oh. to an Oreo, guess oh. what? Buy Oreo. A fruit-based cookie above an Oreo? Yeah. You know, you got to be... If you're in the right frame of mind for a Fig Newton, it's a real nice oh, change so of pace. Good. Yeah, sorry. Uh, also, Steve is picking fights with one of our listeners. I'm not picking. Ooh. He's picking. Oh, you're Phil right. He's picking it. Is, but. Every day I come in, Phil's like, did you watch this movie? And then he said, oh, now you got to go. Here's when you said you were going to watch the movie. And I said, are you sure? Did I say, like, I'm watching this tonight? Or did I say maybe? And then he sent me a time code. Go listen. Hour one. Monday. Own it. I listened. I said, maybe. First word out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Eat it. Zip it. Uh, bye now. <laughs> Good day, sir. This is fun. And then he he signs off every email. The angst. Because Steve can't pronounce the word thanks. Steve always goes, thanks. Thanksgiving. Thanks. Donna. The angst. Donna, we used to have this caller named Ron who hates me. And Donna just loved Ron. Ron. And then he would just call in and be like, Steve, you're stupid. You shouldn't be on the show. And she just loved him. (laughs) And now she sees that Phil is irritating me, and she just loves it. Let me read this one aloud. She knows that Brian Oman is always picking fights, although he and I, we see eye to eye now. I still haven't listened to the song you sent through like four months ago for me to listen to, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but this is this is what she likes to do. Okay, how about the listeners? Like, can somebody please tell Steve to <laughs> pro- stop pronouncing poutine with the emphasis on the poo. Now, that was a good teachable moment. It turns out I'm supposed to say poutine, according to this person. I, and is it because it's an uncomfortable word? Maybe. But I'm open to saying poutine. Okay. Thank you. Anything else we need to go through? 
Sarah wrote, Oreo is such a gross quality treat. <laughs> or quilty street. What? What Wait. are you talking about? Oreo is such a gross quilty treat and secretly vegan. It is vegan, oh. yeah. And it, it is a good source of, an, uh, of iron, somebody also wrote. That's why they give them out after you give blood, which Steve and I have been doing this entire show. What? I'm sorry, I was reading a new email about Fig Newtons now. <laughs> Stop saying it like that. Fig Newtons. <laughs> was that the hard tea that I did? What about Fig Newton? Yeah, that works. Fig Newton. Sorry, T. Overlooked. Hashtag not seen. <laughs> You're a letterist. <laughs> Anything else we have to cover before we do this? Chili. We got a big. Oh, no, it's cheese. It's a oh, no, it can't be. Leo just uh, sent us an email. Said what? Steve responds to emails? No, only if you make him mad. I just sent him a response. Okay, good. Jeff, cheers, Brian. B dog. Hey, not a moment too soon, friend. It is Hi. chilly day. Chilly day. What a chilly day! It is chilly day. <laughs> we are oh. excited for that uh, yep. for beans and meat, but. Let's talk about the entree. Sure. What have you whipped up? We got a pulled pork rice bowl today. Oh, Ass wow. words. Say more stuff about it. All right. We got like a seasoned kind of, I call it dirty rice. You know, yes. got some seasoning in there. And then um, we did a nice, about an 18-hour pulled pork on top. With I got a couple different types of barbecue. I pickled some red onion, yes. pickled some cucumbers, yeah. made a flaw. Rob, when you pickle stuff, yeah, it's good, man. Oh yeah. Now wow. I'm gonna go uh, work out this afternoon. How do you feel like this is from a dietary standpoint? It's kind of like a balanced meal, huh? Yeah. Uh, if you're gonna work out, I probably wouldn't eat it. Probably four hours, maybe before you work out, but or just save it for after. You just mean because it's kind of heavy? Yeah. Oh, she's heavy. <laughs> I don't oh, mind wow. if she's heavy. I'll go <laughs> walk it off. Yeah, okay. yeah. Is it a you, calorie bomb? It's not bad. You know, um, you can go light rice and then light barbecue, and it's pretty good. You mean barbecue sauce or light yeah. pork? Yeah. Okay. The sauce. It's the sauce I left separate? the barbecue out of the pork, so the pork is just seasoned. Oh. You know. Oh, yeah. Oh, then I can yeah. do some rice oh, and pork. God, I don't even have barbecue sauce. Yep. Oh, yeah, this is great. All right, I'll see you in a few minutes. All right, you've outdone okay. yourself. How's uh, the 5K thanks. training coming? A 5K, a half marathon, okay. pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Started whole 30 with it, too, so that's a fun game to play. Oh, so. I bet oh, you're wow. a real peach at home right oh, now. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, Lord, a parent on whole 30 comes 7 p.m. during the witching hour. Oh, yeah, you just get in bed. <laughs> that's right. Wow. Uh, we love All you, right. Brian. Bye. We'll see you in a bit. Bye. Oh, uh, Steve, how about if I let you buy me lunch today? Um, I can't. Why? All that money, all the commission money I have to pay. To the agent. Man, yeah, 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 yeah. What's your agent yeah. doing for you anyway? Hopefully. I don't see you anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see you on no stinking TV shows right now. Yeah, you is know. Is that other one still airing? Well, first of all, yeah, yes, it is in 72 cities all across these great United States. Okay. So it's on uh, five days a week in most cities. Um, I'll tell you what, I'm going to call him after the show and ask if he can turn up the heat on... 
getting me some stuff, you know, maybe... Getting you off this show. That's my point. <laughs> we'll just say, fade is fade. We it's had our fun. five years. It was fun. Yeah, don't worry about me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I guess we have to go now. We're being kicked out. Mike can do a little pork with us. He's yeah. got a show to do. You can oh. bring it back. Oh, yeah, Donna could absolutely... Yeah, Donna, you'd treat Mike, right? If you really wanted me to. That's all right. No, I'll get you some pork. In her pocket. She's just going to hand you a <laughs> handful of pork. <laughs> I have some in my purse. All right, Please bye now. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, guys.